As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right, welcome into the latest edition here of that podcast, Growlin. Paul Diener Jr. and Jay Morrison of The Athletic are with you late into the evening. Dark, Dark Star Jay is still here in the, in the, in the dark. It's a but little all, lighter. Everyone's kind of in the dark tonight, but it yeah. doesn't matter, Jay, because the vibes are high with the Bengals fans right now. The vibes are very high. It's a big night. One of the bigger, uh, one of the bigger nights here, probably uh, in Bengals free agency history. And there's been quite a few of those lately, but this one is massive. Three hundred and forty some pounds, massive. Jay, <laughs> Orlando Brown, uh, arguably the top tackle on the market, signs with the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> For four years and $64 million to show up and theoretically, it seems, play left tackle um, and cement the protect Joe Burrow era here, taking directly from arch rival two-time AFC championship yeah. game foe Kansas City Chiefs. A full page out of Yankees Red Sox as the the rivalry gets spicier. Orlando Brown coming over to the other side. What a massive swing move. The team that never goes all in, that isn't trying to take the huge swing, takes the huge swing and has a chance to uh, have a little bit of an all-in feel to 2023. Just like we've been saying for weeks. (laughs) <laughs> this would never happen. Uh, so there's a lot to get to with this. Um, you know, I we this kind of hit our radar earlier today, um, and we've been kind of chasing it all night. And so we've got some details on sort of a little bit of how it came together. Uh, we're going to talk about what it means, and uh, I find it really interesting. You know. I, three days my my tweet that i thought of i was like you know forget it this wasn't a team being silent this was back building for the storm for the big hit it took three days but uh there's a lot to there's just a lot to really kind of bite off with this first of all is sort of the shock value here as we sit at 11 15 at night um 
Jay, you're, I guess just hop in with your first reaction here. Um, stunned. You know, I, I, when we heard it was happening or that the, it was being worked on, I, I immediately went back to what you said when we did the choose your adventure worksheet, you know, quit messing around with it. They, they struggle to draft tackles. If you want to fix it, fix it, make a big splash. Now you had them going McGlinchey, a right tackle. This is way bigger than that, but it was, it was, yeah. I mean, I didn't see them making a big swing at any kind of, free agent, let alone one of the top ones in the entire class. Um, and, a, and a guy like Orlando Brown at the key position that has been really this team's Achilles heel since Andrew Whitworth left in, in 2016. I mean, it, it just, I don't know that rarely are you surprised there. There's sometimes you, things happen that you don't think would happen, but you, there's always this, kind of seed in the back where yeah you could see an avenue where maybe that that would be the path this just caught me totally off guard and i i think it's the other thing that kind of struck me was it it's a ballsy move in a couple of ways because they did they let all these guys walk away while they were back building like you said and the the faith to to believe that you're not being played. You're not being used for a negotiation tool. This isn't just, hey, the, let's you know use the Bengals to drive up the price. Um, and they stuck with it and they worked on it all day, all night, and then finally got it done late in the evening. So it's a it's a four year deal worth sixty four million dollars, which is um, and some of the details on it is a ton of front loaded money. What did we talk about? You know, if you're when you start about what these contracts are going to look like, if they're going to be involved in big deals with the way Burrow's expected to be structured, you've got the next two years to really play with, um, where you have some of the lower cap numbers. You can front load. And that's what happened here. 42.3 million through year two. Um, and that includes $31 million signing bonus. Who needs guarantees, right? I mean, <laughs> $31 million signing bonus, 42.3 through year two. And it really leaves you, it's a four year deal. There's no void year, but you know, the flexibility that they love having on the back end. And that way, it's very similar to a lot of the big deals we've seen the Bengals do where more money early, give you the cash in your hand early, and then late they earn some of the flexibility. Um, but think about this. You know, we talked about McGlinchey and Taylor, and I think widely Orlando Brown is thought of as better than those two guys. I would think that he, I mean, the other guys, I guess maybe Juwan Taylor is going to play left tackle, but I mean, Orlando Brown was is been pro bowl tackle at both arguably people think that he's mm-hmm. greatest at his at the right side where he would be better than those two guys and he got less they got him for less than that so really what we were saying fix it be done with it mm-hmm. pay for the offense with the big swing is what they took they just got better for less that's the remarkable aspect and they were able to get it under a structure that works for where they're sitting at. And now, Jay, think about this. Your offensive line that you overhauled last year on the interior with Cordell Volson at left guard, Ted Karras at center, Alex Kappa, who was playing at a Pro Bowl level last year, mm-hmm. um, at right guard, and now Orlando Brown at left tackle are all signed for multiple years. Yeah. 
And right tackle can be whatever you want it to be. You still have Lael Collins. Can he come back? Will he not? Will they just pocket the money from letting him go at this point? Will they move Jonah over to the right side? They're still open to potentially draft a right tackle, you know, in this and have that for the long run. And, you know, it fixes that. Or who knows? Maybe that, maybe Orlando Brown comes in and plays right tackle for one year while Jonah plays left and Jonah leaves and Orlando Brown is the left tackle. Either way. In a league where you can't have enough good linemen, the Bengals suddenly have a lot of them, and they have a lot of them under contract for multiple years. They have them in their prime. Karras turned 30, I think, today. He's the only one even in his 30s. Orlando Brown is 26 years old. He is entering his sixth NFL season. That is prime real estate for where the Bengals have tried to operate. And they got him really second. It was kind of a second wave price. For a first wave player in a lot of ways. It it's remarkable. And then when you going back to the question that you asked about the 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 biggest takeaway, remember when you first started texting me about this and it was in the works, and I was like, ah, that's what all the hemming. Remember, we the, yes. the one thing we walked away from the combine, it's like, why were they so wishy washy? Nobody would say anything about Jonah. And it's like, oh, uh, that's why. That's they're they're they had this in their plan for a while, and you know it. It took technically the first day of free agency, real free agency, uh, but it took three days to to get it to come to fruition. And um, I, I think, hopefully, all those Bengal fans that were just wringing their hands and filled with angst early in the day didn't go to bed, and uh, they're getting to enjoy this tonight. Otherwise, they're going to wake up to a, a hell of a surprise in the morning. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people waking up to a hell of a surprise in the morning. You can, and you should be go ahead and be surprised by my story that's up on the athletic. If you're going to go anywhere to be surprised, go there uh, and go <laughs> go read all about it. Um, so the deal, you know, from understanding that I have, the deal kind of really came together over the last two days. I mean, it happened that fast. Where I'm not going to say that Brown wasn't on their radar. It's not like this was the plan. I think they had a plan to be aggressive going after tackle. But when they evaluated it, I don't think they felt like the other guys, the McGlinchies, the Taylors, that the, the only guys that were really there were really going to be worth it. They would only really be willing to go there for something like this or else have to get creative. And then all of a sudden, two days ago, Orlando Brown showed up on their radar as somebody who maybe they could be able to get. Maybe his number was coming back to them a little bit. And although they didn't seem to be very concerned with any of these numbers, I mean, it's still huge. Um, that said, you know, it wasn't until basically this morning where it, they felt like it looked like, man, this thing might actually happen. It was sort of a day of flirting and then a day of, I think this might actually happen. And then all of a sudden tonight, you know, it finally goes down as they sort of go through everything and involve everybody that needs to be involved and, and, and land Orlando Brown. And it's, you know, a credit to this step. We talked a lot, you know, about, you know, sometimes you got to self scout. <laughs> sometimes you got to understand who you are as a franchise and who you've been. And what do we say? Pay the linemen, draft everywhere else. They haven't drafted linemen very well. It's gone terribly when they've tried to do it. Learn from your mistakes. Well, guess what? The last two years, 
They've learned from their mistakes, and they even kind of drafted a guy who wasn't too bad in Cordell Volson. But they learned from their mistakes. They've gone out and paid for the linemen and drafted everywhere else. And now they have a chance to continue to do that again. I think credit to them on the evolution and also, you know, on the willingness to take the big swing when it feels like there's an opportunity to do so. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I'm still, I, I'm almost at a loss for words on, on how to follow that up. You just, it, it just never seemed, I don't want to say it didn't seem real, but you just like, are, are they really going to get this done? Is this really going to happen? And then as we're texting back and forth, we see the tweet come up where the chiefs, renegotiated Patrick Mahomes deal to clear some r- space. And you're thinking, can they really, here they come they really they're coming back in it. They're, they're, yeah. They're not going to let him go to that team. They're yeah. not going to let him go to the Bengals and they've already signed Jawan Taylor. They've already signed a Minahue. You know, these, these Super Bowl champions are supposed to be losing players and, and not making these big swings. And it's like, Oh, are they going to, are they going to pull the rug out from under the Bengals? And they didn't the, the credit to the Bengals for, for, laying the groundwork on this and closing the deal. So, yeah, I we'll see what develops with the other, the, the fallout from this at tackle um, mm. and, and what all that means. I think that's TBD. I think they probably have ideas. They probably have plans, but they, they've got to figure out what happens next. Once, once pen gets to paper and we'll have a lot more on that as we go. All right, let's take a second and switch gears here and hear from a sponsor. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. they're not done. I mean, I, they, they, it's not like they're out of room. Uh, this was a, a big one, but you know, there's still, there's still things that can be done here. Now this was after, so three days of consternation um, of, of what is going on. You know, these guys are leaving and it goes back to, so I had a, I had a very, um, I had a delightful piece written about, 
today, Jay. It's great. <laughs> it was really long. I put a lot of time into it all day as we sat here. Is you it, know? Are you gonna you gonna frame it? And put it right next to your Bengals beat the Steelers in the 2015 Wild Card game. Uh, yeah, story? yeah, that's right next to that story. It'd be right in that re- part of the recycle bin. Uh, <laughs> it, it, and it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful story. I I mentioned puppies. Like I was very excited about some of the the you know, the, the smooth transition in Graph eighteen. <laughs> None of you guys will ever really know about it because uh, I had to throw that thing to the side midway through the day. But you know, it's the 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 point of it was they these last couple of days have been about value. These last couple of days have been what Duke Tobin said, and you tweeted this, Jay. And I and I expertly weaved it all through my story that no one's going to (laughs) see about this is about value. This is about you put a price on a player and you do that with every transaction you make. And then you have a roster that gets the most out of it. You get the most out of your money. They're not going to go above what they believe a player is worth, especially if they feel like there's other options. That happened with Von Bell. That happened with Hayden Hurst. That happened with Samaj P. Ryan. Yeah. Now, Samaj P. Ryan, they, they made an aggressive play for, and I think they were surprised that he opted to go to Denver. I think they felt like, you know, they were going to, that was one that they were going to get done. And they were willing to go just about anywhere within reason of their bucket. And I think it was either, a thing where Samaje just kind of wanted a fresh start or maybe the money was a touch better and he opted for that. But I think they felt like that was one that they were going to get done. And, and maybe so maybe free agency didn't quite go their way in that case. It happens. But Hayden Hurst, three years, 21 million. Von yeah. Bell, three years. You know, you're talking the, those are those are above what their value is going to be for guys who are entering their 30s are at non-premium positions. It's not a direction that that they were going to go with that because they want to get value. Well, this this is value. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's a lot. It's a big contract, but think about what top left tackles make in this league, Jay. Mm. He's only going to be making 16 and you have flexibility on the back end and he's 26 years old. That's value. You know, that's value, not overpaying for a tight end. Pay premium positions, pay offense, pay to make Burrow better. Check, check, check. I mean, he has four Pro Bowls already. He's played in 10 playoff games, including winning a Super Bowl. I mean, if you you had these questions about right tackle of the future, left tackle of the future. If someone had said Bengals all of a sudden get the number five draft pick this year and they're going to get the best tackle in the draft, I, you I, you still take this move over that. That you he is you, no one's a sure thing. But he is a proven commodity, and and the Bengals talk about it all the time. Yes, there's there's blue chip prospects, but it's still an unknown when you draft a guy. And this is this was the move to to get and and maybe they take a tackle at twenty eight still, and that's their yeah. right tackle of the future. That's still definitely on the table, but it, it certainly frees them up to go in another direction if need be. And um, I just it, it's. The the fact that he has 
that, that at the age he is and the experience and the accolades, it's just, it's, and then as you mentioned, the value end of it with the salary, it's just, I don't think anybody could poke any kind of hole in this move. Yeah. So, and, uh, no, no sacks in the postseason last year mm-hmm. um, by Orlando Brown, um, including against the Bengals um, in the AFC Championship game. And you know, I, we've been referencing comp picks, and it's taken me back to my early days on the beat. I forgot how much people hate hearing about comp picks, mm-hmm. um, it, but it's been kind of a part of the equation. They maxed out when the first four guys left, the most that you could possibly get. They had a third, a fifth, a sixth, and a seventh on the board. This will wipe out the third of Jesse Bates. Again, when we when we talked about comp picks, it was something that they were cognizant of. They're not going to wipe it out unless it's worth it. And mm-hmm this is worth it to wipe out a third round pick to have Orlando Brown. Obviously that's he's far more valuable than that. And so, but you still, it's not like you're losing the other three. You still can add more picks. That's so huge. Once you get deeper into what the burrow extension is going to be to offset that value with more guys on rookie deals. And you need to have a higher percentage of having a bountiful draft class. And you do that by having more picks. And you know what? The way that they've succeeded with some of the late round picks, maybe out of a five, a six and a seven on top of their other five, six and sevens, they Mm -hmm. get one or two more guys that can be starters or major contributors on rookie deals. And that goes a long way when you're talking about trying to make up for a cap hit in the 40 millions or whatever it ends, 50 million, whatever it ends up being. That's a big deal. And the other positions still have guys out there, which is important to address that. The safety market is still really wide open. There's still a lot of players. I think they still have things in the works. Running back, losing P. Ryan, there's an ability to shift. There's there's a big day for running backs here. A ton of them signed, but there's still a lot of them out there. Damian Harris, New England. I haven't, again, since the Brown stuff has gone down, I don't know if there's been more that's happened, but I haven't seen, um, you know, whether it's Damian Harris from New England or, or, or another one of these kind of role running backs that you could bring in if you want to do that. And, um, and obviously the draft, I think is, is a spot where you can take care of that safety. There's a lot of safety still. Yes. This, I mean, there, there is a big grouping of safeties, including a couple that I think are right up the Bengals alley. Taylor Rapp, Julian Love fit a lot of the things that they've been looking for. Or maybe if they are, if they really like John Johnson, that wouldn't count against your comp picks. You keep that. If that's something that you're thinking about at that point, because he was released, let go by Cleveland. So that doesn't count against the formula. And maybe they thought that he just went to Cleveland and they kind of ruined him. And uh, he still can be the guy he was in LA. Maybe that's a value play you make. The point is there's a lot of options. I mean, there's, there's and Adrian Amos. There's, there's a lot of guys that are out there at the safety position that they can still find a way to come in, plug somebody with some skins on the wall uh, next to Dax Hill uh, and go forward. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see because the the safety. I mean, Jesse gets that huge contract, fourth highest of of a safety in NFL history. With that, how top heavy that safety market was, does that does that bring up this mid tier, or or does that lower the? I mean, do the, these guys that are still out there now become even greater bargains? Um, there there have been probably what. 10 to 12 safeties that have signed already. And there's still a lot of quality out there. And um, yeah, you, you mentioned rap uh, love um, and and the love thing is, is really interesting because I I don't know how much other teams 
do what their coaches and like the Bengals do with scouting. But when when Julian Love was coming out, Lou was the DB coach for the Giants. And so I'm sure he did some sort of work on him. And James Betcher, the Bengals linebacker coach right now, was the DC in the, with the Giants when they drafted him. So mm-hmm. they're familiar with that guy. And um in the Taylor rap thing, Zach Taylor has a relationship with him from LA. So it's it it is. It's there's a lot of options out there. And I I would think that would be priority number one right now. I, I know everyone's kind of focused on the running back. It's a it's a sexier position, but we've talked about it that you you just you cannot go into the season without a veteran presence back there with Dax Hill. So I would expect that to be the next domino to fall. But again, if if the right running back hits him for the right price, maybe the the order is a little different. But I, I think that is going to be the next big splash is getting a veteran safety back there to put next to Dax Hill. You know, I was really looking forward to getting to know Jermaine Illuminor. <laughs> I guess that's one that's not going to not going to come uh, at this point. I think a guy that they had some interested uh, yeah. as of maybe a fallback option at right tackle. Yeah, no, no, no need for that. I, I am curious, you know, the Jonah piece is really going to be the interesting yeah. part of this. We, we talked to a lot. I mean, we played all this for you guys from the combine of us asking everybody about Jonah when we were pointing out um, how the dots didn't quite connect there the whole time. And, you know, Spidey sense was up then and turns out it was correct. It's good to have those, uh, those, those spidey senses confirmed every now and again, but it, everybody, you know, Pollock was maybe open to it. Brian Callahan was not, but I think you're not open to it because you'd rather not. Yeah. But if, if it's a fact of, look, can you trade Jonah Williams? Is, is that something you would do? You know, teams need offensive linemen. Um, one year's 12.6 million is someone it, that in need of a left tackle who can be a solid left tackle for you. And what does that mean to you? Would you be willing to give up a player? Would you give up a pick? W- w- is that something the Bengals even want to do? Or is it you can't have good enough good linemen? Keep Jonah try to transition him over to the right side. Um, or maybe you're trying to, maybe you're even kicking him into guard and seeing you're, I think there's a discussion there about what happens next, but you know, it certainly seems troublesome for Lil Collins and unless in, cause to me, that's the thing is if you, at the very least, you can at least try to move Jonah to the right side and think that he's a guy that could, that could pull it off. Um, Otherwise, you still have a hole over there. Um, so, uh, but it's a matter of what can you, what could you even get for him if that's what's a, a, a direction that you wanted to try to go, and and we'll have to see what that is. But there's, you know, there's there's certainly there's certainly options. Um, Brian was really the only one that kind of was really like, let's not move Jonah Williams. He's, it, but you know, if you didn't think you had a better option, it makes sense to say that. Uh, if you think you have a better option, it's like, well, what can Jonah do? Well, and I mean, even with Frank, it, it wasn't. I don't know if saying he was open to it would be the quick, correct thing to say. He just he said, "I'm not wedded to anything." He was basically right. like, "All options are on the table," kind of deal. Um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting because it, you know I don't know if they do move Jonah if it would happen soon. You, I think teams are going to want to see him come back and be healthy and what he can do, and then maybe you, you wait until camp and, and see 
uh, another team has a tackle go down and they're in a dire strait and you, you can get even more value for them. Um, or like you said, you move them to the right. Brian s- seemed to think it was a, a tougher switch to, to, to have a guy do that, a guy that's been used to playing on the left side, but you're bringing in a guy that has done it, Orlando Brown. I mean, he was right tackle in Baltimore. Then they signed Ronnie Stanley to this incredible, this huge deal. Two days later, he goes down, he goes out. Orlando Brown switches to left tackle. And now he's that's the only position he wants to play. Um, so you, it, there's countless examples of, of tackles that have done that have switched sides um but it, it comes down to the willingness of jonah to do it and the other options and who's calling them and and making offers to get him and, and what are those offers and he gets a chance for revenge games against both the both the ravens and the chiefs maybe the Bengals' biggest <laughs> rivals at this point uh yeah. but also it was sort of indicated to me that while obviously he's doing this to be left tackle that he's not totally against being over on that right side, if that's something that has to happen. So maybe it does end up going where a thing where he's like, you know what? I'll do the right side and move over to the left the next year. Uh, again, his versatility um, puts a lot of things on the table there. And just they, you, you, there's a reason that he made so much sense. It just, it opens up a lot for them. Um, all right, Jay. Um, I guess, I guess that wraps us up for tonight. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of other things that are going to go on. We we talked about running back. We talked about safety, tight end. Uh, obviously, there's there's still a lot of player that tight end market. Really, Hayden Hurst is only one of the few names that actually moved today. Um, and good for him uh, pulling that out of nowhere. And Carolina <laughs> is you know they're just like look, we like that Bengals template. Let's run with that, right? Let's get the number one overall pick quarterback. Let's bring in Von Bell to set the culture. Let's bring in Hayden Hurst for some juice. Um, let's even bring in Dalton for some transition stuff. He knows all about how that works. And uh, let's go full full Bengals reboot in Carolina. Queen Cities Unite, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there. So you end up with Hayden Hurst getting that deal down there. So there's there's still options to see who, what happens at tight end. Obviously, a deep tight end draft, a deep running back draft, mm-hmm. a couple of positions that they need that you could see them addressing as well. So a lot more to get to. But for tonight, Jay, um, how about that? Stunner. Bengals take the big swing. Bengals with a big all in move. Four years, 64 million. For Orlando Brown, taking him from the Kansas City Chiefs, and off you go. Protection for number nine, win tilts. The last two championship runs have been curtailed by Joe Burrow being unable to be kept upright. Yep. The Super Bowl, they couldn't keep him upright. The AFC Championship game last year, they couldn't keep him upright. And that was the difference. Would they be back-to-back champions if they would have been able to do that? Who knows? But they certainly hope they can keep this group healthy enough to go see what it looks like if they can keep Joe Burrow upright when they're playing in those huge championship-type games. All right, Jay. Sounds good. Uh, We will be back with more emergency pods. Uh, I I can't imagine the uh, sirens were blast any louder than this one did, Uh, but (laughs) we're still here for you as the week goes on and plenty more coverage. I'm sure we'll be meeting Mr. Brown here very soon, and uh, we will be down uh, at the stadium here before too long and plenty more coverage coming for you from this uh, big signing day for the Bengals. Keep it locked to the athletic subscribe 
like all the things you're supposed to do. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. 